episode for me. Um, I'm dropping in with three of my best friends, brothers, uh, mentors, teachers, some really, really amazing men in my life. You've met two of them, um, Dan Olson and Mitch Charles. And uh, we are joined by our brother, Dane. And we are all fresh from a retreat that we held. It was really a gift to get to drop in with these guys like this. And um, yeah, this episode, I will say, is um, brought to you by Brothers of the Moon. Guys, um, if you're listening to this and you resonate with what we're talking about or you want to learn more about it, you want to participate in it, we do this every week on Mondays and Thursdays at 6 p.m. And uh, we would love to have you there. If you would like to support the podcast, you can do so by going on to Apple Podcasts and leaving us a review and a rating. And also just share this with your friends. Um, someone you love that you think would like to hear this might benefit from it. Are we throwing the Brothers of the Moon link in the bio too? So in the show notes, you can find... Um, brothers of the moon zoom link and their bio as well as mitch dan and dane if you want to connect with us or any of them individually again thank you all so much for listening it really means the world and much love to you all i will see you next week with your ears Thank you so much for being here, guys. In the in the glow post our first Brothers of the Moon men's retreat. <laughs> My cuppeth overfloweth. <laughs> it's been spilling out all day. <laughs> Walking around with a towel. <laughs> um before we get started, we should go around and say our name so we can identify our voices throughout the podcast for the humans listening. It's a good idea. Hi, my name's Dan. I am me. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Mitch. Hi, my name is Ian. And our friend Dane is here as well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's our first day out out back in the uh the real world mm. how are you guys feeling what's your like initial kind of initial reaction initial response this next day mm. i feel like i'm taking time to integrate and um just nurture my my sore calves and body mm-hmm. and um yeah just been taking last night and this morning to be sweet to myself and after being really extroverted mm-hmm. and that feels really good and i keep having these like beautiful thoughts of um all the amazing things we did and talked about uh and then also how we can like do it bigger and better next time mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> 
Do you guys want to share a favorite moment? Um, Yeah, man, there's so many. Um, I just want to real quick, the way I'm integrating it Mm. is super different than Mitch's. Um, We were also like, we're calling in different things. Um, I woke up this morning like ungodly early at like 5.15 and was just like (laughs) wide awake and was like, I'm ready to do this shit. I'm ready to get up. (laughs) And then I was like, I've been wanting to run for a long time. I've been telling myself I'm going to run. I just got new running shoes a week ago. I got some running shoes that didn't fit a few weeks before that. And I get that all exchanged. And I just went for a run this morning. And the first, like, man, the first little bit, like, my body hurt. I'm I'm, I'm 40, <laughs> for sure. But then it started, like, just, like, find my pace. And it felt really, really, really great. And just to be up that early and, I don't know, I just felt, like, in it. I felt like uh, I feel awake. Way to be, Dan. <laughs> and then I had like this beautiful experience with some homeless guy and a parrot too, which was also pretty cool. And, and a parrot? Yeah, he had a parrot. It was apparent that it was a parrot. <laughs> <laughs> he hit the ground running today and then met a pirate. <laughs> with a parrot. Yeah. And the parrot crawled on my shoulder. No shit. <laughs> wow. It was funny. It was like a thirty year old parrot or something. Cool guy. He he, t- uh, he just like started a conversation with me. I mean, just like some random homeless guy, or he lives in a van. He said, but he was like, he was like, oh, you have a beautiful dog, and I was like, oh, thank you so much. And he was like, it's so important that we take care of animals and that we, and that we respect animals and we respect the earth and we respect ourselves. And the problem today is no one's respecting themselves. No one's mm-hmm. respecting each other. And I was like, wow, well put, brother. And then we ended up like chatting just about what it means to be like live a respectful life and like just in our blessings. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh, someone came and a truck came and pumped out the porta potty that was right there that he was waiting for. It needed to be cleaned, and uh, we went our separate ways. The portal party. What a beautiful story! And that happened while you were on your run. Mm-hmm. Mm. Just before coming here. life is full of magic it sure is yeah what a message too like we can't how do we respect animals the earth each other before we respect ourselves yeah well i had my dog with me on a run and she's like 12 now and she's like i've been noticing her limp a little bit but she's been such an athlete her whole life so she's never had a hard time running and today was the first time she had a hard time running so yeah like she was she was like having just a hard time like about a sixth of the way in so we just Mm -hmm. turned it into a walk um, when we got down to like the open area, like we turned it back into a run where she was like able to just kind of gallivant through the grass or whatever. And I kind of came back around for her. She just wants to smell trees and stuff. But anyway, it was like, I think we just, I, I have like this real sincere, like a respect and appreciation for this dog who was like basically kept in like a little kennel for like first two years of her life. And the guy was saying it was the same thing with his parrot before he had, she before the parrot came into his life had been kept in like this cage for 10 years and now he's like now we just like hang outside all day i was Mm. like oh yeah freedom Mm. mackenzie has mackenzie's dance dog probably has the best dog life yeah that i have she eats like three gophers a week (laughs) three gophers a week she gets carrot (laughs) snacks all the time she lives on a big beautiful open piece of land where Mm. she can roam freely but she usually just lays down next to dan or whoever is out there and it's so sweet Mm. every time we were like circled up this weekend at the retreat she would be right there in the middle just kind of hanging out with us 
even when we were at the ecstatic dance and there's like music pounding she's just chilling out underneath the bench hanging with her humans yeah she's a happy dog mm-hmm. i'm happy dude <laughs> she's a cold-blooded murderer she is she's oh, also yes. savage <laughs> and she can really hold space for us as well <laughs> yeah yeah what a magical thing she she's definitely i feel like dogs especially kind of encompass both sides of that spectrum of that duality wherein yeah they can go hunting in the forest and kind of like mutilate and play with a wounded gopher but then they can also come to you when you need them the most and you know lick the sweat off of your legs and give you kisses and you know turn everything around (laughs) the warrior poets she's such a grounding energy for me i feel like every time like i've been like i think in you know early in our relationship i was like stressed out a lot and she would like i would like just get worked up over nothing by myself in like our space and she would like sense me getting like anxious and would come over and just like put her head on me or like lay over in front of me and be like hey just pet me i'll like i'll soak it up you know and i really feel like she's like they're just like she's like helping me ground so much of my energy Mm. so nice to have animals and pets but like also like what a big responsibility and like what a gift Mm. so got to make sure that she is able to like get it out too Mm. anyway yeah animals are great like that because and like that's kind of like the balance of the the yin and the yang the, the the masculine and the feminine the action and the receptive that we talk a lot about in group too but yeah animals are like just it's like they are in their polarity without being a binary Mm. yeah rios and i were talking about this earlier this week and about i won't delve too deeply into it right now but essentially that our our prefrontal cortex our our ego is what kind of disconnects us from our pure state of consciousness whereas the rest of the animal kingdom does not have that part of their brain that does not develop that kind of like individual sense of identity so my theory is that they're all just constantly in that state of pure consciousness and constantly balancing both ends of the spectrum and they don't have this kind of like internal battle going on between the identity and the consciousness (laughs) they just know like i am dog (laughs) i am here to love and that is that yeah and they do love it's pretty amazing Mm -hmm. um also there's a story about a cat who um, loved its family so much that when the family moved like across the country they actually left the cat for some reason but the cat followed them across the country it was like across multiple states and eventually showed up like months later at their door they better have kept the cat that time <laughs> pretty sure they kept the okay cat. good wow. yeah isn't that incredible yeah and no one could possible? figure out like how did this cat know where mm. they went did they follow a scent did they follow like their heart yeah the wake <laughs> of their energy i don't know like <laughs> it's like toy story what's your toy story what's your boy toy yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, it is. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Ian, how is your, how are you integrating? How's your, how's it coming back? Um, I, I've been kind of 
on the go 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 since i left yesterday um i'm packing up my house and have to be out of it by the end of today and had procrastinated a lot so i've been like making runs to the dump and to my dad's house and kind of just getting everything taken care of but i think similarly to dan i like last night i i knew that after i left after i left the farm i knew that i had a lot to get done today so i went to bed by like 10 o'clock and i woke up at like six with just like bursting with energy um and have been have been just kind of at it as far as cleaning and getting shit done since then and i feel like i haven't really had time to integrate or to really reflect um, other than getting to spend a little time with dan and nathaniel last night playing some music but this that was a sweet jam it was a really mm-hmm. sweet jam um and this kind of feels like my integration time getting to really reflect on what we got to do and how the how we got to spend time together this weekend and um yeah i'll i'll kick it off i i feel like i have so many favorite moments um and i think the most like magic part of the weekend was that interspersed with all of those moments i got to connect individually like so deeply to everyone that was there Mm. like i really got the chance to check in and tune in with everyone that was at the retreat which felt really special and um like dane and i met for the first time and really got to connect and calvin who i had met once before and like when i met calvin at first it seemed like we weren't really like flowing in our conversation and we couldn't really get into it and there was a little bit of like awkward silence surrounding it but um this time we really got to drop in on another level and i'll and like mitch with you as well i feel like we've had pretty limited interaction together um other than the podcast that we did but this weekend like i really felt the the brotherhood Hmm. the camaraderie Hmm. and my hmm, my favorite moment I, I feel like it's kind of it's kind of tied up between a couple of things. Um, the first night when we were there, uh, playing like sticky hands, and what, what was the first game that we were playing? Push hands. Push hands and sticky hands. Yeah. Like I don't know the last time I've like played like that, especially <laughs> the last time I've played like that with like a group of my friends where we're just like having fun and kind of pushing each other around <laughs> and getting like physical um it feels like it felt so like invigorating like why don't we do this all the time why don't we just like why do we have to like watch tv or be like listening to something like why don't we just fucking play with our bodies in the grass with our feet in the dirt yeah um and then that hike that we took was really beautiful but apart from like the beauty of the hike there were so many inst- like moments where there was just like ridiculous banter going on amongst the group <laughs> talking about tarot decks and, and <laughs> we don't need to talk about the specifics <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay yeah. i won't get into specifics but it was beautiful yeah, it was really beautiful, beautiful just, banter yeah just um it it was so the whole weekend felt so easy 
and I know there was a lot of planning and intention and and um, like designing around it to make it happen the way that it did, but it all felt and I know like we got way off schedule many times, but it all felt just so easy mm-hmm. and like truthfully, there's no moment in my life that I've ever felt that kind of like I've never felt so supported. I've never felt so seen, mm. so heard, so strong, but also soft and just like really, really witnessed and accepted like as I am. Fuck and it's yeah. such a gift. Mm, I love that. Thank all of that. Yeah, thanks you Thank guys. Thank you for showing you. the fuck up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, everyone's showing up in like their gift and it's just so radiant to see it all mixing together in the same mm-hmm. spot. And like, we just need more of that in the world. You know, it's like the way of the wounded dude is to think that we have to carry it all ourselves and we have to like be everything all the time unto ourselves and unto everybody else. But like we don't realize like, you know, it's that saying you can go fast alone, but you can go far together. Mm. And I really feel it like in this group, we have like all the potential to, yeah, to, to really like be in service of something greater than ourselves and, um, you know, society as a whole. And it's just really beautiful that we all have like gifts that complement each other so well from like the sound healing mm. to, I mean, the food prep this week, Mitch was like mm. all, all st- Yeah. Right. And like so simple and so delicious and so nutritious and like, fuck, it's so easy. And I don't want to say easy, but you, like, it's something that we can like incorporate into our lives. And it was just like such a good, like such a good lesson, you know? And then just like the quality of people's being, in so many ways too you know i mean <sighs> we all just got like something good to offer and it's just nice to be able to like see that and be seen in that mm-hmm. glad you felt that yeah very much so i i've kind of just been like reeling with um like the possibilities that can come of this yeah. and the other night when we were all sitting in the in the tiny cabin eating dinner and just kind of like <laughs> talking about moving forward and what we're going to do next and what and what brothers of the moon could expand into um it feels like powerful it feels real it feels like all of that and more is possible because like you said there's so like we've created this kind of like melting pot of different skills and different like different talents and different gifts and all of them coming together makes this makes this entity that's so much bigger than any of the individuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big, that's been a massive realization, which I guess could also be a favorite part for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm someone who has strived to work alone for a lot of my life and to finally come across a group uh, of men specifically that I actually feel comfortable and excited about co-creating with is such a big deal for me because I've always just done things very alone and had my own vision and there's nothing wrong with having your own vision and I'm going to continue to have my own vision and and I will do what I can to make that come to life but then to also be taking part in this like greater vision like Dan is saying like this is something beyond us right like this is a movement this is something that all men need and for that matter, the world needs it, women need it, children need it. Um, but it starts here with men. Um, 
when it's this greater vision, I get to like let go of my like weird control of like, no, it's mine. You're going to fuck it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, no, actually they're going to make it so much better. <laughs> so it just feels like such a relief to know like, okay, cool. We can really chip away at this and it's going to organically flow. We all have such uh, amazing, powerful things to bring. Um, to this entity that's larger than us, you know? So that's a huge favorite part of mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, yeah, the sticky hands and the push hands, like, there was a moment where I felt all, like, sweaty. Mm-hmm. And, like, <laughs> like a kid. You know how, like, a kid goes out and plays and it's, like, immediately they're just, like, sweaty and hot and, like, all, like, panty. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And I hadn't, like, really felt that way in a while you know i i'm like a physical guy i do a lot of like physical activity but it's not with like the essence of fun Mm. like that especially not with other people so that's a huge practice how many like how many men actually incorporate that into their day Mm -hmm. you know it's like the i've got to be so self-contained and so serious and so adult and take it all on i don't have time for that stuff but it's Mm. really like we can't we can't afford not to play Mm. Mm. It really is so like fueling. So I enjoyed all the playful moments and there were many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Hmm. Yeah. Dan, how about you, brother? Man, my, I got, there were so many amazing moments and like the morning, or, like Sunday morning, I was walking to the barn with Dane and Aiden and I was, I would, we were just talking about like all the cool things that can happen and how we want to, um, I was telling these guys how I want to update some of the kitchen area. And so I was like, come into the, I'll, I'll show you what's this kitchen area. And I just want to make bigger countertops so we can have more like buffet service and maybe make it like a co-work space, you know, make it feel more like a rustic barn cafe or something in there. And then I was like, and then through this big door and I slid it as I slid it open is the garden. And we have that big working garden out there that's just popping right now. Mm-hmm. And then just way off in the distance is uh, uh, Sophie uh, and Tova. Tova is Mitch's son who's three and a half and Sophie is his mother. And Sophie is his mother. <laughs> and um, and he's just such a, a ray of light. And I was like, oh, here he is. And I always hit me and Mitch live like across an orchard in like separate tiny houses. But like sometimes Toba will just be like outside and like I'll be outside and like we're like we're super far apart and I'll just hear this. Hi. <laughs> it's like so far away. I'm like and I'm totally deaf in one ear. So I can't really triangulate where sounds are coming from. But I kind of like look over there and like I'll see this like tiny human. These like gold, gorgeous golden locks and like his cool guy hat on. And he's like, hi. <laughs> Anyway, so this was like no different. He like he sees us coming through, and he's like, and he hadn't seen Aiden yet. I don't think who he seems to really like, and uh, he comes walking over, and uh, like he gets halfway between us, and is like, "Hi," and I was like, "Oh, hi, buddy," and he's like wearing these little like like gardening gloves, but they're like you know work gloves, like those like like the cheap kind that you get. They're just like pieces of leather, but he's like <laughs> little guy versions. And he comes walking over and he's holding his like hands out and in, in these gloves and wearing his little cool guy hat. And I think he had some overalls on maybe or something. No, he had a sweatshirt on, but he comes over and he's, um, he's like, he's like, look at this guy. And he's got this praying mantis on his hand, on his glove. It's just like stayed with him the whole time. And he's just like, yeah, look, I didn't know they could fly. He just came over and flew on me. And then he, like, not only flew on him, but he stayed on this, like, 
gorgeous little golden child was on his whole walk across like this farm and then he comes over and dane's checking it out with him and he's like oh wow and then like then the the praying mantis moves over like walks over to dane's hand and then dane's like holding it up and they're both like whoa wow and then Dane's like got it real close to his face and I'm taking pictures because I'm like, oh, wow, how beautiful is this? And um, I had already said before that, I was like, wow, I feel like I'm on acid right now. Everything's just so beautiful and perfect. And then um, and then like the the praying mantis like reaches out and touches Dane's nose as I'm taking a picture of it. And then it fucking crawls up on his face as I'm taking pictures with my phone. (laughs) And I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. How beautiful is this? Like that, like nature is just like, here and with us like that and the whole time is happening we're hanging out right next to like the sacred poison oak Mm. (laughs) right by the farm door um and it just like really feels like there was just so much harmony in that moment and aiden was there and he had only been able to make it for a little bit and i was just and like talking with dane and aiden at the same time and seeing how their like talents go together Mm. and like how we all like are like seeing this like shared vision and then like this, and then seeing it happen intergenerationally, you know, like when, when, so Dane and Ian and Calvin were sitting in the back seat, and you guys all realized you were 10 years apart from one another. So we had a 44 year old, a 34 year old and a 24 year old. Mm. And then we have like Mitch's son, who's like a three and a half year old. So I guess he's like, you know, a 20, yeah, 20 year difference. Yeah. yeah. So I guess we just need like some teenagers in our crew now. We need a 14 year old. <laughs> I guess we don't need them, but hey, if you're out there, we're ready for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was 14. Man, I was 14 once, and it was the hard. I think it was the fucking hardest year of my life, man. That's, that's why I skipped that year. Smart, dude. <laughs> Smart. You got just passed ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. When I think of that, start another chapter. Yeah. Young, young men of the just moon. start telling everyone you're 15. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant i actually um, did that when i was 20 and i was living in Moppin. i just told ooh, everyone i was 21 the whole smart. time so i could like go into the bars smart and, no one would even think you're ra- like, you know raft guides don't carry raft guides don't carry yeah no yeah. but hey 14 year old homie and other kids um and people and men and boys and humans who, blokes yeah right chaps um get at us we we've been there and it fucking hurts but it doesn't have to like baba ramdas says it's only hard until you realize it isn't (laughs) well that that's that kind of preludes my next question um after having this experience of the retreat and seeing how everything kind of culminates and how it can flow together especially inviting in more people to that inner circle Mm. what do you foresee as the like the next step in this vision moving forward with brothers of the moon how do you want to be offering this to the world we got to start uh like we have to incorporate and then we got to put out an initial public offering and try to raise a bunch of capital just kidding (laughs) actually we're just thinking nasdaq we're just going public yeah Yeah. it's gonna Mm -hmm. go public right yeah um i think that you know like like we've all talked about it's it got big places to go, but it's it starts. We gotta start with small steps. You know, we need to like create pl- ways to plug people in that are in line with the vision because everyone's got ideas, and it's like how do we prioritize the ideas? Um, the main idea is that like we want people to help us build this thing out, so we need to create some sort of like 
just infrastructure where people can be, you know, like having a kitchen that's not my kitchen in that tiny house would be great. Um, and then having, you know, other like places to like just wash up after a hard day's work would be nice. Um, and then I don't know. Cause there's like that big garden, there's the ornamental garden, there's an entire like field. And then there's all just like the work on the houses and the properties and the orchard and stuff that needs to happen. So, um, but, you know, like Dane's talking about putting a luxury yurt on the property. So I would love to see some more places for people to come and like unplug. I would especially love to see like some little A-frame ashrams way off in the distance that are like kind of secluded. But that's my vision for like the property. But um, I think with Brothers of the Moon, I think those things are really incorporated because there's a lot of people that want to. What we saw this weekend is that people like to invest together and that like shared time and shared space is really important. And also we, there's a lot of people who kind of need like to go through the ICU, you know, some, like we're talking about different kinds of self-love a while back. There's like the, um, you know, the intensive care or the emergency, then there's like the intensive care and then there's like the maintenance kind of self-love and, um, a lot, we want to get into the maintenance part, but there's a lot of people who are all of a sudden like, Oh my God, this whole world's shattered and falling apart. And they need a place to like come apply their gifts, but also just like shut the fuck up for a little bit and just like learn, learn to listen to themselves. Like Mm. I really like the other day I just wrote out for brothers of the moon that like our mission statement is to, shine light on our shadows to heal through uh learning or listening learning and leaning in and i feel like everything we want to do is basically something around that just kind of like keeping that thing the main thing will make the right thing Hmm. so mitch if you could put a call out to prospective men who are looking for this kind of work, who are searching for this kind of community, do you have anything you'd say to them? Mm. Yeah. Surrender to it. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Learn, and learning what surrender is, I guess, is a challenging thing for men to hear. Uh, I didn't want to. There's times where I still don't want to surrender to this work. Um, but just, I would say if you're trying to expand and grow and be a man, you really got to surrender first. And I think that's like, yeah, it's like hard to hear, but for me it was like surrendering to, um, Yeah, realizing that I can't, like, I can't do this on on my own, you know, and leaning in to my feelings and being able to share them and uh, know that I'll be supported in a group. And I think that's just like, I don't know if I have like a call, a call out, but I know that's something that I've been working on and I continue to work on, um, that we have to literally like clear the space in order to grow. Otherwise we're just going to like burn ourselves, like run ourselves into the ground. Mm. And that's what I've been able to do in this space is to like actually like clear out the, all the goo 
and the nast and the like <laughs> mystery mm-hmm. and the anger you know it's still there right like it's gonna take forever and i know that so many men have that right now mm-hmm. um but sharing that in a group of men is is really important i know i i used to lean on only sharing with the feminine you know with women with my partners with my mom other people's moms <laughs> so like it just feels so good to finally be held in, in a like a and supported in a group of men that like we really do see i think we see each other's blind spots and can help bolster that and reflect that back um yeah there's so much function in what we're doing right now coming together as men yeah so I'd say if you're looking for that if you're looking for like (laughs) something beyond going to like going to the game or drinking Fridays with your boys (laughs) oh man yeah yeah the 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 container that exists within this by far over my over over the last three years really where this kind of work has been on my radar where i've known that it was something that i needed to do where i've where i've known that something wasn't right something needed to change that i wasn't fulfilled i wasn't happy you know and and including like everything that's happened over that like travel and and yoga and music and learning learning all of these practices and and tools to 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 help me to help myself the container that has been created by brothers of the moon has been by far the most healing transform transformational um experience you've ever had in your life (laughs) (laughs) it's a good thing we can edit out long silences um yes the container that's been created by brothers of the moon has been by far like the most impactful thing in this journey for me being able to share to relate to like see myself reflected back at me by these men that like i admire so much that have these skills and these gifts that i admire so much and to be able to see myself in them is so fucking powerful and it has helped me like immeasurably in so many ways and it i think every single person no matter how far you've come no matter where you're at could benefit from this kind of space and benefit from sharing this kind of experience yeah i'd like to add something to that please um you know from jesus <laughs> we talked about like i feel like i've had, i've gotten to live a lot of lives this time around and i know just very deeply how it feels to hurt what suffering feels like on so many levels from losing a job to losing my identity to losing a love multiple times to losing family to like feeling excluded to feeling like to and then to like winning and then to triumph and getting to all these places and finding the hollowness in them to finding yourself in like your dream career doing what you want to be doing, working with all the same people and finding like the, the vacuous, the, the vacuousness in like kind of like just corporate late stage capitalism, America. 
and just like how and like you know getting married and getting a new house and like having the golden retrievers and you know all of it and then you find it's like not the satisfaction you were looking for and there's still this deep there was still always this deep pain in me that I couldn't even express or name or identify and it's like still there but I'm realizing more and more through this that that's like my superpower and that that's like that that um you know that is the that is the the power that I'm trying to step into is being limited and um I'm holding myself back by holding on to these old identities these old these old like kind of like Mitch was saying like the goo and the sticky shit inside of me and this container has like helped me and I think I've seen it help everybody like just be like oh yeah that's my those are my demons they're actually I guess I can be friends with them and I can turn them into allies and they can help me on my path and we can all like kind of transcend this like this hardship and this hurtship that is like that will and will never go away i mean like suffering plants the seeds of awareness so they may grow and become consciousness so that we may use awareness to navigate suffering more easily basically um and it's all a gift but it's like a fight it's just a fucking fight for like the minute you wake up to the minute you go to sleep and then like god help you if you have to go outside <laughs> during that time um, but it doesn't have to be that way. And I, I thought it did forever. But like, if you think it does and you're tired of just like the hurt and the hardship and feeling like there's no end to it and not like feeling like you, you just don't have a say in anything, you don't have your power, like, like come hang out. You don't even have to talk. <laughs> but for me, it's a lot of healing has just been listening to the other people's stories have helped me like, put mine in perspective yeah to know you're not alone in what you're experiencing i mean <laughs> you're not special but you are unique in what you've experienced yeah right mm -hmm. and if, i feel like we're really like working to just define masculinity for ourselves because i feel like mostly we hear masculine in like the form of toxic masculinity mm -hmm. and i think that's a weird association because when you hear those two words combined enough which we do hear a lot of you start to just assume that that's just what masculinity is at a subconscious level unconscious you know mm -hmm. um so figuring out like well yeah what is masculinity like what does what does it actually mean for you know for me to be a man and then also then what is masculinity and what is what is the feminine and you know how do those show up within our container like our our bodies and our souls um and realizing like, oh man, like so many of our issues that we're experiencing in the world are because, not solely because of men, but like 80% of crimes are committed by men. A lot of those are like violent, like murders or abuse. And essentially like the masculine is just like living its life and making all its decisions. Like I'll just say men in this case, like men are you know living their life through their wound and i think what we get to do here is like figure out like well what's the wound so we can stop making decisions from that place because mm. it's we need to learn how to be able to and I, I love this i love the sentiment of the name dan like when we were first talking about this he says dan was saying like to be in service to the feminine you know 
by discovering what our masculine actually is. And oof, we really need to do that because mm. the, the a lot of women, the feminine energy, they're really doing some like big emotional work mm. and also doing a lot of emotional work for us. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, that's yes. super yes. imbalanced. Yes. Thank you, women. <laughs> yes. Mm. Shout out to all the women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they've been carrying our weight for a long time. Yeah, it's time yeah. we step up. Yeah, yeah. right. And, and we are. And if totally, we can create yeah. a container where we can learn to hold each other in those moments, <clears throat> oh my gosh, we can yeah. definitely hold women. Mm-hmm. We're working on it. Right. <laughs> yeah. So many times in my life I just didn't have the capacity or didn't even like, it's, it's the natural tendency of the feminine in all things, even in like my male human form. It's like the like to push against the edge of the container to see where the wall is, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And, um, it means you got to have like a big basin in order to like, and a sturdy container in order to make that. And that means that like life will test you. There's that man. I love the poem, um, by Robert Frost. I forget the name of it. I think it's called the tent, but basically he says like, you know, the woman is as a tent that is supported by a single pole. And it's only when the wind blows that they see it's actually, um, all the places where they are kind of connected to the ground and tethered to the ground that actually supports them. It's all their like other mm-hmm. things that like keep them anchored, that keep them in like this perfect balance of support and like coverage. And anyway, it's just like a, it's a cool, it's a cool idea of that. Like, we need to like, it takes a lot and it takes like a, it takes a strong aligned pole. Do <laughs> <laughs> you hear that man? <laughs> <laughs> it takes both being grounded right yeah yeah and both being grounded within ourselves right remembering that both those energies are within us right yeah totally yeah. and it's the connections to like each other to our friends to our support networks uh to our practice uh mm-hmm. to our bodies to our minds to our um you know our health our psychology our spirit mm-hmm. and when those things like when we're like when we're really like in our purpose in the known way in the in a in an aware way because we're always on purpose right mitch (laughs) but um when when we're really like aware of our purpose and in it in practice then it's like a whole fucking different game yeah and we will and we slip out of it it's kind of inevitable that throughout our lives we slip out of it from time to time it's called relapse yeah but really this it's like we're we're just gathering tools for our tool belt mm-hmm. to bring us back to purpose, back to alignment, whether that's whether that's our Thursday night group and getting to kind of share what's been going on for us this week, whether that's reaching out to someone individually to talk about what's going on and get some perspective, whether that's like moving your body and playing and flowing and and writing, like whatever the thing is that gets you back into alignment, like that's really what we're doing is Mm. we're like collecting and gathering tools and resources so that we can bring ourselves back to that purpose more and more frequently with more and more ease yeah i love that this group has so much like artfulness and athleticism Mm. like and like a reverence for nature and that's just a really cool dynamic mix i i really couldn't i mean i i believe it because i was there but while we were there like i couldn't it was incredible for me to like fathom the like caliber of these men that (laughs) showed up for this that you guys like gathered in this in this container that you created it's really special yeah it's magic i don't think 
I really don't think I did anything other than just like I called Mitch like a couple months ago and was like, maybe we got to do this thing. And he luckily he was down because I don't think I could have done it. I wouldn't have done it on my own. And I'm not even sure he was down. <laughs> Takes a little bit to roust me out of it. <laughs> but this was the gathering of the wizards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's happening. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys answered the call. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully you listening will answer the call. Dave. <laughs> Larry. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Eric um, Trump. Let me see how hmm. we're doing on time here. Eric, though, seriously, if you're listening, man, come on, let's talk. We can hang out. You don't need to live that life. I know it's I know it's hard. You're in a weird spot right now. We see the real you. Yeah, man. Come through. Yeah. We've got space for you. That's right. We got space for all of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got a very rigorous application process, but once you get through that, you're <laughs> just sign the permission slip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get to sign your own permission slip. We're yeah. adults now, unless we're talking to our our young. You brothers get to write your own permission slip, mm. no less. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that was. Yeah, do you guys want to take a minute to talk about the intentions that we set mm. at the beginning? And mm-hmm. how you kind of see them unfolding and how you're feeling about them now post-retreat. Okay. Mitch, you want to kick us off? Yeah. Um, so we all got together and set some intentions. Uh, the challenge was come up with one word that describes where you're at and what you're working towards. Um, yeah. My word was expand or expansion. And I definitely have done that this year in lots of ways. I'm an artist, and uh, I know that doesn't get me out of everything. I don't have to use it as an excuse. (laughs) (laughs) Mitch, we haven't seen you for three weeks. I'm an artist. artist. (laughs) I'm fucking sensitive. You wouldn't get it. (laughs) Move the hair out of my eyes. (laughs) I just can't handle this right now. I'm going back to my studio. Too much. Mm. Uh, but I do tend to like hole up and, and I, I, I really like to create the container for myself to like really be quiet and listen. And, um, I'm learning to, to, to do that and, Mm. and other things as well. So, um, yeah, expansion for me is getting out of my comfort zone, speaking on a podcast, speaking in front of people, speaking on Instagram, just showing up and like being seen ultimately is is how part of how I'm expanding uh, and also learning to just share, you know, in the speaking and in the being seen, I'm learning to share what I'm learning through my process, uh, through my practice, through my rituals, through my, my parent, my fatherhood. Um, and just so much of my spiritual journey has gotten to this point where I'm like, okay, cool. You're, you're not done uh, receiving information, but it's time to start giving it. And so that expansion is calling me up and out of my, my, my quote unquote, like safety, like my familiar. And that's really, I think where the, that's where the the biggest unfolding is happening for me. Uh, Yeah. Learning to essentially to, to lean in and know that I, I just can't, I can't do this just for me anymore it's not about me Hmm. anymore it's about my son my family all of you guys it's about like every fucking buddy this whole earth and all the injustices and nature (laughs) so 
Yeah. Thank the you. Expansion Mitch. is good. Oh yeah, Mitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks for being supportive, guys. Yeah, man. It's so great to see you showing up. And I mean, I've been around in the group for I don't know, like three months or four months now. Yeah, you're OG. OG. <laughs> all, all, just about. I was like a, maybe a month a month after you guys started. I think I rolled around and. I think Scotty uh, might be the deepest. Yeah. Yeah, he might be. And yeah. and truly just seeing the difference in you guys from the beginning of creating that space when I first saw you to like where it's culminated now over this weekend is like so inspiring. <laughs> truly. Um Yeah, it feels like we're going light speed all mm-hmm. of a sudden just in 4 months. But that's like what be yeah. like living in alignment will do, you know. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden like yeah, that's exactly it. For yeah. real. So really, together we can go far and fast. This fucking Cause totally because it like really it seems like Mitch, you're you're following through with the intention. You're fucking expanding like crazy, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what I loved about this exercise too is like hearing all of you guys' words. I was like, oh fuck yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love trust. Yeah. I love drive. <laughs> I want all of those things. Yeah, yeah, totally. That was yeah. yeah. I feel like we were calling it in for everybody. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Well, mine was drive, and Wah. yeah, um, like the movie. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> more Ryan Gosling. Oh, yeah. I was thinking Baby Driver. Baby, Have you guys yeah. seen that movie? Also good. Oh, so good. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Dan. <laughs> no, that, that's what I'm calling in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, to the point about going fast and like far, I feel like um, I was telling someone like the analogy. I feel like I've been like, it's like I was driving around trying to find my street and like on a fuzzy, like on a map that I wrote from telephone directions in like 1994 or something and being like, maybe it's that. And there's like been a bunch of construction since then. So it's a shitty map. And it's like, maybe I wasn't paying attention well, but I'm like looking for this road. And I know like once I get on the road, then like that's the road. I can just take the road. But like, I'm like, it's like driving around looking for the fucking road my whole life. And like, maybe it's, it's, maybe it's like three streets over. So I'm like looking down long streets as I'm like driving, which is super dangerous because I'm not like turning my eyes on the road. And now I finally feel like I I'm on, I found the road. I'm on the road and I just feel so happy to be on the fucking road. Um, but now I just like, I, I'm in gear finally. And now I just have to like drive. I have to like just but put it on the gas. And so this morning, like even just waking up all like, you know, um, just energized then like going on a run. Finally, (laughs) (laughs) finally, I've been threatening myself to go on this run forever. And it wasn't even that big of a deal. Once I got there, I was like, Oh yeah, this is so nice. Why don't I just like let myself do this? But it's really just about giving myself permission. I'm now I'm like, I have a license. I've given myself permission to drive. I like, the car that I have, I feel like I own so I can give myself permission. It's not like I'm like, I'm worried about wrecking like, you know, someone else's car or something. Um, and so I feel like I'm just able to like, I'm ready to put the, ready to put the gas on. And I'm like finding myself, look, I've had a hard time with procrastination in the past and, um, you know, for all sorts of reasons and like, they don't even matter. But the point is like, they were me not doing what I knew I needed to do for, I don't even know why. I mean, like I wasn't giving myself permission. I was afraid of failure. I was like, I didn't, wasn't seeing the payoff soon enough or whatever. I don't know. But like now I'm just like, 
um, the more I'm just I'm getting so much uh, um, like what's the word when you, <laughs> um, not reassurance but like feeling so much reward as I as I'm moving like even in incrementally right now I just see like myself leveling up I'm like holy shit what the fuck is possible and the only thing that was making anything impossible or unpossible for me at the moment um, was really just me like saying like, oh, fuck, why bother? And it's like some small or like deceptive way or thinking that it was like for everybody else and not me or whatever. Now I just really feel that it's like, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm like letting my my higher self drive and like my ego is finally like in the passenger seat and it's kind of like just like whoa. It feels like I'm going to a festival like <laughs> all the time. Yeah, it feels like I'm taking like my 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 young inner child who's like a 14 year old to like Burning Man every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like blowing his mind. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of times he like gets grumpy, needs a snack, has a blow up or whatever. And we have to like pull over and like check in and just like drop into it sometimes. And sometimes that means just like sitting down in the middle of the playa, quote unquote, and just like sitting there with no idea but this like fussy screaming kid and like making a shade structure, making a little nap, giving some granola bars, fanning him and like giving him water, singing him songs. And then like. In those moments, I also seem to find, like, to build on the Burning Man analogy, like, a bunch of other, like, kind of people or souls or spirits come over and help me. Mm-hmm. And then we get back onto, like, the journey that we're on together. But before, like, that, that kid just, like, wouldn't get out of the fucking driver's seat. Was that saying I just heard that um, when the boy is healed, the man will appear? Mm. Yeah. I really feel like that. Yeah. And only we can heal the boy. That's right. Yeah. No one's going to do it for me. Mm-hmm. No one's responsible for me. No. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Such freedom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At Hearthland, we deal with our own shit. Literally. Very literally. Yeah, I did actually this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Composting toilets, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. The future. The future Truly. is now. It's also the past. <laughs> The future is the past. Mm. Yeah. And the past is the present and mm. the future is now. Uh <laughs> time. Um beautiful Dan. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. Mm-hmm. I see it. I yeah. see you. Thanks, guys. You look good in that car. Yeah. I feel yeah. good in that car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna be picking up all kinds of chicks. Mm. There's a, there's only one right now in my life. Yeah. She's a special <laughs> lady. Yeah. Your gopher dog. My gopher dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the one I was thinking yeah, of, too. Yeah. Uh, um, what about you, Ian? What, what's your word? Uh, my word is permission. And I feel like I've, I've gotten little glimpses of it over the last few weeks. Like um, like I recently finished up my, my teacher training and I was sitting uh like 10 minutes before my first class and and meditating on the lawn and did a little journaling and and i I had one of those moments where i just couldn't help but start like fucking laughing like (laughs) at the absurdity of this reality that i was living in because it was something that i had never anticipated for myself like thinking back even even a year ago like i was in nashville 
and I like I had no inclination idea that I would like be teaching yoga a year later and or that I would be doing this podcast or that I would be involved in in this kind of community um, or that I'd be getting ready to move up to the city with like three of my best friends in this really beautiful home and and all of these like really ridiculously beautiful blessings and experiences are coming into my life and I feel like there's still this part of me that's like well don't enjoy it too much because you know <laughs> it might be gone in a couple of weeks mm. or it might not last forever and I I just haven't been really letting myself experience what is happening in my life. And I haven't been letting myself really show up in the fullest amount of joy and and um and like presentness as I can. Which is crazy because it's all so amazing. And so the permission is to just enjoy it as it's happening even if it doesn't last forever even if the podcast doesn't last forever even if brothers of the moon doesn't last forever even if i don't teach yoga or i move forward with coaching or or any of this is to just like enjoy it now mm. and make peace with any possibility that could come and so i've been really focused i mean it it's hard it, as soon as you're like focusing on trying to be present, you're not really being present. So <laughs> I've been really trying to practice just um, like letting myself be in the flow of it all and, and really taking the time to acknowledge how blessed I am and how, how this life in the last year has become something that I really never could have imagined it being and like I never like I my entire life I have struggled making connections with men I think similarly to Mitch like I've always been really comfortable like sharing and expressing in my feminine but like I don't remember having like a best male friend since I it's like seven or eight years old like in elementary school i just it just never never happened for me it wasn't easy and um the like the fact that i now have this like group of really amazing embodied men who are like doing the work and are inspiring me is so like it feels alien <laughs> it feels weird and um i'm so grateful for it but my challenge has been like accepting that yeah these people really do want me in their group like they really do accept me they really do me want me to be a part of this and just giving myself permission to show up like as i am presently without worrying about it ending and that I feel like is where all of these like tools in the tool belt have been coming in for me because like to, in order to give myself permission to enjoy things and really be present, I have to be like falling back on the practices and the not, not falling back, leaning into the practices and the, and the experiences that do bring me 
back to the place of joy, back to the place of flow, back to the place of consciousness. So like giving myself permission has just been like, just do all the stuff that makes you happy. Like do the podcast, do yoga, hang out with your friends, play <laughs> music, like do the things that you really want to be doing and enjoy them. And uh, this weekend was full of that. Mm. And I got to live out my intention like in real time right after setting it. <laughs> yeah. Really, really cool. Mm. I love that you show up in your full self so often, Ian. It's so inspiring to see someone your age of your intention. And it's just, um, yeah, it's really beautiful to see you in execution of like your highest, highest self. You're committed and it's cool. Thanks, Dan. Yeah. I Thank you. That. Yeah. Thanks, Mitch. I third that. <laughs> Thanks, Dane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, truly. For real. My cup is like to the brim, leaking out all over the place. <laughs> yeah. But don't worry. It's like, it's clean. It's it's yeah. fine. Yeah. We're not making stains or anything. <laughs> fresh. Fresh from the spring. Fresh from the spring. Yeah. yeah fresh from that heart spring. It's really like, a, I think, a, a golden light. Mm. Golden gilded light. Mm liquid <laughs> mm. Mm. is there anything else you guys want to check in about anything else you want to share um, before we close this up mm. hmm I think we should put Dane on and see what his favorite moment was hell yeah you yeah. down Dane here you can okay, take yeah. my spot um, I could just talk like this no you, you can right. yeah you can go sit get up in the microphone Get all up in that full podcast experience. All right. Immersion. Mm-hmm. That's the only way to learn. What's up, Dane? Yeah, how do I sound? You sound great. Great. Yeah, if you move the, you can move the mic. If you're going to lean back, you can just move the mic a little closer to your face. And if you're going to lean forward, then you're good right there. Yeah, there's a short cord to the... Got it. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Well, um, I was just listening to you, and oh man, um, first of all, I was going to say for me, uh, nothing lasts forever, and so, you know, that's what makes me appreciate uh, whatever it is that's going on in front of me, so, um, but, yeah, man, just being around you guys, like the environment and the culture, like really the environment. You know, like, let's say st starting off with the land um, and the intentions that went behind it through Wendy and her husband and uh, Nathaniel and Mitch f for over 10 years there, you know, um, like you could really feel that it's very genuine and authentic. And when you land in a place like that, um, it feels so different than anything else. And you just know, you know, you just know. Um, and so, uh, and being around you guys, I learned so much from each, uh, every one of hmm. you, you know, and it brings me up to like act in a better way or a higher way, you know? So that's the thing that I, uh, I really appreciate about being in this container, this environment, this culture. Um, yeah, it just feels really good. You know, yeah, man. It's like I'm not fighting through anything. It's like there's mm -hmm. no friction. 
Yeah. Like constant state of flow around yeah. all of it. Sure. And you know what? Like, and we're going to make mistakes as we go on. And that's just a part of it. But it's like, how do we move through that together? Mm. You know? Yeah. Do you have a favorite moment from the weekend that you want to talk about? Well, yeah, sure. Uh, I think there's a lot of favorite moments like everyone else. Um, but um, Dan sort of said my favorite moment, you know. Uh, but like superficially uh, or but like really internally, I really love the outdoor shower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've already had like one uh, outdoor shower and two hot baths. Mm. And uh, this morning I woke up to a hot bath. And I'm really like learning how to like love myself. Um, because as a kid growing up, you know, uh, not having a father figure and my mom working all the time, um, there wasn't so much, um, so many people present like in my life. And so, like, I didn't really know how to really take care of myself when I was younger. I mean, I took care of myself to survive, but I never really took care of myself. You know, and now I'm getting to a place where, uh, like, I'm putting myself before anyone and anything. I mean, right now I'm recommitting. That's the word that... Uh, was my that was word. that was the word we found it yeah yes nice i'm just basically recommitting to myself the spirit and the land you know and i don't care what country or anything it's just the land we're the stewards of the land mm. you know so that's that's my recommitment beautiful oh yeah man how do you feel that carrying over now you're about to set out for an, an indefinite trip to to the big island of hawaii um, how do you feel that that like recommitment is going to be taking place and like what are your intentions for for the time that you spend there uh, for Hawaii well, first of all you guys were here for my toughest time in my life mm -hmm. you know with my mother passing and um, just to have a space where I could uh, just really be held and like listen to and for me to like express all my emotions in front of you guys you know um, it was a gift. Yeah, man. truly. Yeah. And there's no words that could express how much that means to me. Oh, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> man, I I just want to say like truly it is a gift beyond measure to be able to see you showing up in the kind of surrender and the kind of vulnerability that you have. Like it's been so powerful and healing for me in so many ways to see embodied men and grown men like you show up in the kind of like vulnerability that I'm so passionate about living and thank you. Truly, thank you. It's it's such a gift. And yeah, I can't say it enough. Thank you. So much gratitude for that. Yeah, I think I speak for everyone when I say we're all learning a lot from you, Dane, and how you've showed up to your life right now. Yeah, thank you. Like my, my mom has been in town this weekend. She lives in Ashland. And um, 
so I, I don't see her that often but I like we've had a, a pretty challenging relationship growing up like through my adolescence and and now as, a, as an adult we're close again but like hearing hearing your story and your experience with your mother has like kind of reinvigorated this love that I have for her and this appreciation that I had for her and I really feel that like what what you've been experiencing and sharing with us is like this perfect kind of representation of how we alchemize our wounds and our traumas and our pain into something that can really be of service and really help someone else and truly it has helped me it really really has helped me and it has opened up my heart and it's opened up this relationship that I have with my mother and it's it's really beautiful yeah that makes me feel so good to hear that mm -hmm. you know um back to the question of hawaii <laughs> um i'll be spending a month um uh, on an eco village uh on black lava next to a volcano i rented out a small uh tiny house for about a month and i will be writing about my experience with my mom there um, for me to process myself and also to help people that will be uh, dealing with these situations uh, because now it's so common now, you know, uh, with the health of people that are uh, aging and with also like bad, mm, not so great intake of diet, you know, within that generation, if I have to generalize, you know. And I, what I see in the future is this uh, intergenerational living that's gonna be almost like by force because there's gonna be less options as the wage gap um, widens. So that will be a thing. And so like what I see in the future also is communities for safe spaces for women and children and the elderly. And I think that would be a really great combination of people um, supporting each other. Wow. So that's my big vision. And like right now, like, man, potential is like every, like every, like it's exploding. Like every direction I see you, Ian, I see you, Dan, I see you, Mitch, like every direction, like, it's not like I'm leaving you guys. I'm gonna go and like open up new possibilities and it's like connect, like how do we connect these things? You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not running away. Yep. Brothers of the Moon goes to paradise, <laughs> 2021 Hawaii retreat. <laughs> There's gonna be definitely a Hawaii and Oregon connection eventually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But eventually throughout the world, you know? Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, that's I mean, that's the dream. And that's kind of the beauty of the reality that we live in is that we can connect internationally, that anything we create here has the potential to expand exponentially to every corner of the earth. Intergalactic. Intergalactic even, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, if there are any if there are any um, space beings out there listening in, like hit us up. <laughs> come, come on in. <laughs> Chances are we could learn from you. Yes. <laughs> we need mentors, too. Yeah. Healers need healers. Healers especially need healers. Mm. But, yeah. yeah, I feel like I'm definitely going to come back to Hearthland for sure. 
and report back to you guys of what I find. Mm. And uh, I feel like my loyalty, loyalty is with you guys, you know? Yeah, brother. Thank yeah. you, Dane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Big shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I want to thank you guys so much for coming in today and sharing this space. It's been really, really beautiful. And sharing not just this space, but all of the space that we've gotten to share with one another over the last few months and over the last few days. It's It feels like the unfolding of a new chapter in my life and i'm really excited to see what's in there yeah thanks for joining us ian mm-hmm. and thanks for having us here today mm-hmm. yeah all right so find brothers of the moon on instagram if anyone out there is listening and um, feels called to joining in we've got thursday night open houses every week can drop in send mitch and dan a dm on the instagram six o'clock pst yeah six o'clock pst we don't have um daylight savings anymore either i just found that out did you guys hear about that whoa yeah like oregon voted to cancel daylight savings time so so like this fall i think will be the last time that it happens and then california's gonna have it but we won't yeah but all I think like Hawaii doesn't have it, and now Oregon doesn't have it, and there's one other state I think that doesn't have it. So slowly we're all transitioning away. It's because time's a construct, man. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. We don't need to. We don't need to swap anything. Um, Dane, <laughs> where where can we find you if people want to follow along with your journey, get in touch with you, um, and then moving forward, it sounds like you're going to be offering a whole lot that I think people will want to hear. Uh, you could follow me on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, Instagram is Dane, D-A-E-I-N dot Kang, K-A-N-G. And you could find me on Facebook uh, with that name as well. Cool. Cool, cool. You talking about the URL? The brothersofthemoon.org that you just log on? You have, a, you have a website? No, it's just the, it's just the Zoom link. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, the we Zoom. Might have a, we might have a. Uh, we might have a website. Like two months from now, when we when we when we release. Okay. Cool. Yeah, uh, Mit, Mitch. Anything else you want to add? Hmm. These words came to me, in. Half of this sentence came to me a couple days ago and the other half arrived this morning. And I just want to share them with you. Um, Success grows in a garden bed of failures. Mm. (laughs) I know it sounds kind of weird and tragic, but it's a message, I think, for me and I think for a lot of other people right now that let's get comfortable with failure and maybe even redefine failure. Mm. Um, To me, it's a call to stop playing small, to get out of my comfort zone, to try, to do, but to be first. Mm -hmm. And that's what soil's made out of, right? Compost. Mm. We compost all of these failures, and that's where success grows. (laughs) 
That's what I'm working on right now. I think that's what Brothers of the Moon is calling in. Mm. Let's share our failures and grow and bloom together. Hell yeah, Mitch. Yeah. Thank you, brother. <sighs> All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Much love. Bye-bye.